I'm Billy. And I'm Bobby. And this is the Slingshot Shit Show. What's up, guys? Welcome howdy, back howdy. to the channel. Wow, here we are, week five, and let me tell you, it's been a roller coaster. Oh man, all that's going on—a roller coaster. Thank you all for coming back and listening to us. Let me tell you, it's been—it's uh, been quite the um, uh, man. It's been quite the journey. So, thank you all for coming back and listening to us. We uh, really appreciate. We it. appreciate the hell out of it. So, you know, thank you so much for those of you who are joining for the first time. Thank you for joining. Um, I am Billy. I have a 2018 Slingshot SLR with a bunch of goodies, lights, tops, wheels, removable steering wheel. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't know what else. A couple of other things. Uh, well, you can count lights two or oh, three yeah. times because... Yeah, well, yeah, because they're so bright. Yeah, You can um, see his slingshot from space, people. He's <laughs> so bright. I have achieved greatness with the lights, yes. Uh, and the wrap, yeah, the custom wrap that I have. I forgot about that. So, um, yeah. And, uh, Bobby, what, what do you have? Uh, well, I got a 2018 SL, and I've got a custom wrap also. I've, I've got a turbocharger, and I've got a, a ZZP <laughs> rear... Exhaust, uh, the pinion brace for angle drive, uh, and I've got keyless ignition. I've got. I'm going to get that I, before the start of next season because I keep leaving my key in the ignition, and I'm sure that everybody else that drives a slingshot does the same thing. It is a lifesaver for man, sure. I just I leave the key right in the ignition, and it is. <laughs> I come back after like an hour and go. Hmm. Oh, well, I'm glad it's still here. Well, I'm glad I took my steering wheel off and kind of quasi hit it in the floorboard, so nobody will drive off with it. But then, it, but then it also it gives the reason that it's also a uh, it's a millennial theft deterrent because it's, it's a manual. Yeah, so they can't really, you know. But yeah, yeah, it is what it is. So my, even my wife wants me to get one, so that should tell you a little something there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, we've uh, we've had uh, we've had a lot of downloads again this is uh season or episode five on season one and um we, we we've uh we've had quite the feedback from different people on email on mm-hmm. facebook on uh patreon we got some good stuff on patreon so let's talk a little bit about patreon shall we uh let's do so you know if you're sitting at home and we say this every week but if you're sitting at home and you're going guys you know what I I just really like what you guys are doing, and uh, I'd like to support you. You can, and there's a couple of different ways you can do that. The first way is you can simply go like us in whatever platform you use to download your podcast, whether that be Spotify, whether that be uh, Apple, iHeart, uh, whatever the case is. Uh, just give us a like and drop us a comment. You know, tell us what your favorite uh, type of bread is. And uh, I like uh, I had some rye bread this weekend and kind of enjoy that myself. I don't know. I'm pretty I'm pretty partial to pumpernickel myself. Oh God, really? <laughs> 
All right. Well, that's step one. Step two is uh, if you feel like that that's just not enough, and we certainly do appreciate that, uh, you can head over to our patreon.com slash BBSSS. Uh, hit us up. Join there. There's a couple different tiers you can join, and you get uh, access to uh, to the shows a little bit earlier than everybody else and a couple of different perks. And we have a Discord channel set up over there. So, uh, yeah, come, come support your boys and... Uh, you know, let us know what you think, good, bad, or indifferent. You know, we always like the feedback. So, um, yeah, thanks again for all your support. So let's pick up a little bit of where we – well, let's pick up from last week. Because last week – or not last week, last episode, I should say, we, yeah. we had a had a good conversation with uh, Tony from uh, Slingshot Parts. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked a little bit about kind of the whole do-it-yourself aspect of – um, of lights in particular, because there still is, even though it's kind of died down a little bit, I still think there is uh, quite the uh, discussion on the the do it yourself style lights, you know, and, and uh, how cheap can you do it, and keep, what do you get for the money? And yes, that kind of thing, yes, you know? and and we I want to elaborate on that because one thing, you know Tony's Tony he makes custom stuff. He's got a you know a plasma cutter and. You know, all the fun little toys and stuff that he makes uh, the accessories with. Um, and, and, you know, the whole point of the conversation was, can you do lights by yourself at a reasonable cost? And the, and the, and the answer at the end of the day is yes. But Bobby and I had a chance to put some do-it-yourself lights on a 2020 slingshot. And uh, we did the whole thing. We just started. We started in, in the early morning, and we worked on it for nearly twelve hours. I yep. should tell you a little something. And so there were a couple of things that I think uh, we'd like to bring to your attention. That if you're going to do lights by yourself on your own, that you should know moving forward. Now, um, this particular slingshot, the owner bought their bought their lights off of uh, off of eBay, right? And and and. Uh, one thing, the first thing I noticed about the lights were that the strips were thicker. So mm-hmm. you go with, you know, if you did with, uh, you know, Light the Night or you did Joker or whatever the case was, the lights are probably two or three times the thickness of those lights. So on its face value, with those lights being turned off, they're going to have a little more of a presence Um on the slingshot during the take time, they're going to stand out a little bit more. I wouldn't call it an eyesore. It's not an eyesore, but people kind of notice the lights a lot more with a thicker, I think. I don't know. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it has different things that can go into it. Like, do you, do you have a wrap with a lot of different colors going on? Do you have a single color? Uh, do you have the clear lights? Do you have smoked lights? Uh, where are you putting your lights? A lot of things go into it, but I think in general you make a good point that the the, the thicker lights are, are gonna they're just they're gonna yeah they're gonna be a little more just noticeable. pop a little bit more when you're when you don't have them on. So yeah. so one the the biggest problem that we had when we were installing those and and I have a twelve volt background. I did car stereo for quite some time when I was younger, and so I have a good understanding of twelve volt and how everything works. But these lights. Um, there were four lights to a controller, but they were hardwired into the controller, meaning that uh, you had to kind of spider or octopus the lights out away from the controller, and it makes it extremely hard to um, uh, to place them custom 
into custom locations. So what we ended up having to do was on a on the we we ended up putting we put four sets on. We put two in the rear and then two in the front. And what we ended up having to do was cut the wires on each one of the lights and then re-solder them back on. The only problem was that each one of those lights has four micro wires. So it is very tedious, it's very time consuming to you know, it's great that you can place the lights where you want to and route them and run them, you know, behind the shield and everything that you need to know. But it was very time consuming to to have to solder essentially 32 little tiny little wires uh, back to the controller uh, once you cut them. Now, we were able to uh, not have to cut them in the front. We did some very creative routing with the uh, with the wires and the controllers, and we did so. We did a kit on the left side, then we get a kit on the right side, and um, well, so and also with the twenty twenty with the battery being in the front, that, that made all the difference in the world, guys. So if you're you know you get to take take that into account, you know, so you know 215, 2015 to twenty nineteen batteries in the back, twenty twenty. Batteries in the front, it certainly did make things a little bit easier to work on with a battery being in the front. Now we'll we'll nose uh, make a note that the battery is appears to be the same. Yes, just same in a battery, different location. Different location. So moving forward, you know, just know that uh, um, you know that you know that's that will work to your advantage. Now another kind of a and I wouldn't say it's a disadvantage because they knew it going into it that these lights don't chase. So they, you know, they play with the music and, um, you know, they turn colors mm-hmm. and they look really good. Yeah, they do look good. They, they, they were bright lights. I'll give them that, yeah. you know. Uh, but the problem is, is that, you know, some of the more advanced functions, the the chase, some of the different patterns that you'd like to see, these lights just simply didn't do that. And, and, and the owner knew that going into it. You know, we talked to them about that and kind of made the expectations up front. Hey, these lights are not going to be able to do that. So, you know, you just, um, you know, just just understand that moving in. And they, they were okay with it. Later on, they may, you know, upgrade to a different controller, which is going to well, be. And, and, and it's just a matter of, Knowing going in what you're getting, uh, and if and if you are happy with the functionality that you're going to get, right? Then that that's that's great. It's just a matter of making sure that you get what you think you're getting when you go out and you buy your life. Exactly right. And, and you know the biggest. I think the biggest headache. I could have dealt. I could have dealt. Been okay soldering the wires. I could have been okay with the with the the controller being attached. What I found incredibly frustrating was that in order to change the light colors pattern or anything else, there's a little IR probe that was stuck to the controller and you essentially have to aim that remote. There's four kits, so there were four remotes, but they all work on the same frequency. You had to aim a remote at the IR uh, module in order for it to register. And when the controllers are hidden, you know, in the back or underneath the hood, that makes that job incredibly difficult to do. Yeah. Uh, we had, to, again, we had to do some creative mounting of those uh, controllers and be able to do that. But, um, you know, the owner is is happy. Now, um, I, listen, I'm going to tell on myself because, 
nobody nobody will get better or understand the mistakes if they're not told about it. Um, so when you're putting, we end up putting wheel rings on, and these were trick LED uh, rings uh, and strips. When you're putting those on, you have to be very careful on where you start and stop the placement of those strips. Um, we, you know, a light to night really isn't my strips on mine. The light to night strips really isn't a problem because the, the strips are so thin. And then the wire that goes to those lights is probably half the diameter or maybe not half, but maybe a quarter of the diameter of, uh, of the ones that we put on. And so routing them wasn't a problem. The lights, the wires don't rub, you know, no big issues. But with these, the wires were thick and uh, we ended up routing them. Uh, from the bottom along the the brake line on the bottom of the of the a arm there into the engine compartment, and what ended up happening was uh, one of them rubbed through, and and we're going to have to repair that. They're going to repair that later on today, but um, but moving forward, placement of those lights, and where, more importantly, the placement of the, where the wires are are going to be key to in doing the installation. So um, if you want to do that and you want to try it, um, you know I think she spent. Gosh, on all parts and accessories and everything else, she's probably got, you know, not counting the wheel rings because they were expensive. The, the wheel lights and the rings were expensive. But if you if you count the just the normal body lights and everything, she's probably got two hundred bucks tied up in it. But it also have twelve hours of labor in it, and uh, I think that that job could have been done, you know, in probably close to eight or ten hours had. You know, had we had lights that were individual lights versus pre-wired into the controller, what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, you, you spent a lot of time doing the soldering, and if you hadn't had to do that, then that would that would have shaved off quite a bit of time. Yeah. So you know, hey, these are all things that you as a consumer need to think about when you want to put lights on. Can it be done? Yes, it uh, can be done cheap. It can be. Just understand that there are. Um, you know, we made a note on our on our paper here today. And this is something that we didn't. Um, I, I would like to point out that when you, if you're going to buy these lights and you're going to buy them from eBay or wherever you want to buy them from Amazon, you have to ensure that the 3M tape uh, or that there's tape actually installed onto the strip because some of them work on a clip system where you just clip around the light and you screw it in. And let me just tell you, if we had to put tape on every one of those lights. Uh, man, it would have been a nightmare. It's a two-day job. That, that would, it's a two-day job if you've yeah, you got to install the tape yourself. So just make sure that you know, you're looking for red tape. We like 3M tape. 3M foam tape on it is um, it holds the best. I do recommend that you all clean the surface of any light that you put on well with both with alcohol and with a, uh, a 3M uh, adhesive promoter. Um, adhesive promoter. A lot of folks, you know, don't they don't use the promoter, and uh, I can tell you that we we did, and those those lights are not, not coming off, off. not going to come off uh, easily. I got I got to tell you, when when I was first looking at doing uh, LED lights on my slingshot, and uh, saw that they were put on the slingshot primarily with 3M tape, my first thought was. Why? Why wouldn't these fall off immediately? Why? Why are these lights gonna stay on my slingshot? Especially if I'm doing like like underglow and they're sure. they're hanging under the, the underside of the slingshot. Why? Are, why are they not gonna come off? Well, after doing a couple of installs 
on these things, I, I know exactly why they're not coming off because you, you got 3M tape and that, especially if you clean it well and you use that, that uh, adhesive promoter, it is not coming off. Yeah. You can jerk and pull and <laughs> yeah, I, I pity it. <laughs> the ones that we put on a couple of weeks ago, if they ever want to change those lights out, um, wow, it's going to be, the lights will come off. They will. But You'll need a gonna, crowbar. Man, you're going to be cleaning your foam tape off of the surface for for a day trying to get it replaced. But, mm-hmm. you know, just keep that, keep that in mind. Um, you know, we, this is the, this is the second full set of lights. Cause we, you know, we did mine and then yep. now we did these. So we did an advanced series of lights and then we did a basic series mm-hmm. of lights. And we, we were able to having done two full slingshots. Now, as far as installation goes, we, in our mind have a good idea of what has to happen in order for the lights to go on smoothly, what what parts have to come off, um, what type of uh, you know panels have to be moved, where you know where the where the wires need to be run, you you get a sense of that. And, and uh, when we did our when we did mine for the first time, we were just kind of flying blind, really, because we we're like, okay, well, we think we can run it here, and we can do this. Um, we're going to start with the the rear and work yep. our way forward. And I still think that if you're going to do front and rear lights, doing their starting in the rear and moving forward is the best route to go. I, really, I, I, I agree. I, I really do. Um, you know, a couple of things that you might want to think about when you're doing these lights is getting, um, I like to call it, it's a step bit. Uh, you don't have to, but uh it's a it's a drill bit that you know it's, it it looks like a, a a traffic cone you know it starts small and gets bigger and then you can you can drill uh, custom size holes uh, if you take the hoop um, or the uh, not necessarily the hoop but if you take the uh, black panel that's underneath the hoop where some people mount speakers on uh, on the passenger side if you take that off this is a little tidbit for you guys a little bit of a uh, to help uh, help you if you do this if you take those two screws out um, and slide the um, that long pod shaped piece off of the rear passenger side you will see a cubby hole in there and uh, if you drill a hole on the back side of that cubby, uh, it goes into the uh, you know the back of the slingshot down below, and, and you're able to mount one or two, or we mounted two controllers in that cubby hole, mm-hmm. uh, and it's easy access if you need to check fuses or if you need to check your wiring or anything else. So if you're going to do that in the rear, that is an excellent place to put those controllers instead of trying to zip tie them underneath the bike somewhere. Just a lot easier to do that. So uh, if we get a chance, maybe I'll take a photo and put that up on the um, on our Patreon page. So and, and also in in addition to that, if you're running the controllers under in that cubby hole in in order to run the wires themselves to get to the cubby hole if you drop the black uh, panel on the back of the slingshot directly below like where the uh, rear view where the the backup camera is uh yes that big 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 panel that pretty much covers the whole it's the rear deck the, the underside rear, of the, the rear underside deck. of where the you know it's it's the the probably one of the biggest pieces next to the hood on the very back and there's 10 it was 10 or 12 uh, torque bolts that yeah. come out and you drop that down and you have access to everything. So if you're doing the rear, please do that because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a really, it's going to make your life that much easier. So, um, those are a few things. And, uh, um, I, I hear maybe there's some, some upgrades to your lights in the future. 
maybe? Yeah, I'm uh, looking at some light tonight uh, upgrades. Okay, all right. Well, you know, um, I, I want to be seen from space too. You want us to be well? You know what? And and uh, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna. We're going to snake you guys. We're not really going to tell you which ones we're going to go with uh, or which ones Bobby going to go with. But I will tell you that there are uh, just in some news. We're just going to go over some news. And uh, some of the news of what we're talking about lights is uh, Light the Night just formally released their blackout edition lights, uh, dark smoked, whatever you want to call them. Um, and, uh, I've got them on mine. I was one of the, the few test ones that got a, got a chance to get, uh, some, uh, a set before, uh, before they were released. And let me tell you, they're really good. If you have a dark colored, uh, slingshot and you want, you know, you want lights to kind of blend into the body and not really stand out, uh, but really shine at night. Um, I really suggest you guys go over there and check them out, man. I think it's, um, um, I think their website's LTN LEDs or LED or LEDs.com. Go over and check out Light the Nights. Um, their, their lights are the, the blackout lights. They are a little bit more costly for those. Um, and they're not quite as bright right here as the clear. But man, I tell you, I, I have to turn when I'm driving, I've got to turn mine down because it, it'll just it'll blind me, even the smoked out one. So I can imagine what the clear ones do. Um, so, you know, those are some new things that are that are coming out. Uh, you know, Vernon and the crew, he's got he did tell me about a couple of things that I unfortunately I cannot talk about. But I will tell you, you guys are going to be super excited about um, some of the stuff that he's got coming out uh, over the next couple of months and in the winter season. Um, he told me about one. And, and I, can, <laughs> I, I gotta have it. I, I have got as good as the perfect accessory, but I, I won't, I won't, uh, I won't go any, any further. Uh, just know that some really cool stuff is You're coming. You're killing out. this, man. You're killing I know, this. I know, I know, I know. And uh, so, in the news, moving forward a little bit. Uh, so the it was uh, I stand corrected because once again I screwed this up. So it's uh, in Arkansas. It's a one mile race that they're oh, doing okay. with everything that has been postponed until October. Uh, here they may try to broadcast that virtually if they can get some more YouTube, um, people, uh, followers to do that. Uh, especially a lot of folks out, you know, going to be going to be there. I don't know if the, you know, like the three major players that we talked about before, you know, DDMs, easy performance and, um, Rabtech, if they're all still going to plan on being there, or kind of what the deal is. But if you go over to uh, slingshotinfo.com, all the details are on that uh, that that one mile event, and uh, it, it it's going to be good, I think. So uh, you know, we've uh, what what else in the news? What what else? What what else can we talk about today? You know, well, we were we were talking about at the top of the show uh, what we got going on on our slingshots, all the the mods we've done. Uh, our latest mod is our short throw shifter, and I got to tell you, um, for for kind for, of a game changer for a hundred dollar mod in a thirty minute do it yourself install. I got to say this one this one's right up there with the sway bar for. Bang for the buck. Let me tell you how this guy, how this went down, guys. Because this is how Bobby and I kind of do it. We kind of knowing Bobby is expensive. That's the problem. So, <laughs> so, uh, so the the problem here's the issue. So DDM a couple of weeks ago, DDM had a sale on a couple of different things. Some of their you know short throw shifters, some of their other things that they had uh, on their website. And I, you know, I. I 
for months, I've been tossing around the idea of I already have a, a weighted shifter, but I I decided, you know, I just I hear so many good things about a short throw shifter and this is on sale and, you know, why not? And so I, I'm at work and I, I, I send a message over to, to Bobby and, I, and I'm telling him. Hey, you know, I'm really thinking about buying this, and he looks at it, and next thing I know, he goes, "Okay, I just ordered it." Okay, I've ordered like, it. It's coming. Son of a bitch, it's man! It's gonna be here Wednesday. God, yeah, well, now I have to order it, right? Because I <laughs> because he forced my hand, so I can't wait on this. So, yes, I ordered it. It came in, and uh, so. <laughs> Um, so I would like to talk a little bit about that experience because so it, we paid for three days shipping and it actually got here in like five days, five days, freaking UPS, man. I tell you, um, this is not DDM's fault. No, they shipped not it. DDM's fault. No, they, they did great. And, uh, they were, they were pretty awesome. So, so the instructions, there were some updated instructions that I got a hold of prior to the install. And I said, well, I'm, you know, this shouldn't be, the instructions said, what, 30 minutes to two hours? is Two insta- hours, two? yeah. I'm like, man, there's no way. There is no way this is going to take two hours. Uh, so it, I said, it's, okay. It's one shaft and, and four bolts. Four well, five if you think about it, take about well, the one that takes the knob off. Well, the set screw, yeah. Yeah, okay. the set screw, okay. So <laughs> so, so it comes in, and, uh, and you know, I'm like, okay, so this is like on a Wednesday. I know that I'm coming over to uh, um, – I'm, I'm going to come over to uh, to Bobby's house later in the week. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm leaving for vacation soon. I want to put it on. So um, I, I got all the supplies that I needed. And it really only required a 5 millimeter Allen screw, a 10 millimeter socket, some grease, and a pair of pliers and a wrench. Yep. Uh, it's really all it takes. And so I decided that I was going to do a YouTube video about it. And I did. So those of you who do listen Listen to my YouTube channel. Certainly, I appreciate it. Hit over. Uh, the name of my channel is Colorado Sling Blade. You hit that up. Check it out. Subscribe, like, shameless plug. I know, but there is a good. Uh, what I think is at least a, a fairly decent tutorial of going through this whole thing. Now, I got to tell you, I actually after you did yours, I went and I watched your YouTube video twice. And after I watched the video, I was confident enough I went ahead and did mine myself and then I helped another friend do another one today he did you know and so you know I said no and Bobby's expensive it is but the fact of the matter is that we ride with a group of guys and they all tell us that knowing us is expensive because we're always like hey let's try this um so uh so got it on uh and 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 this was see I'm in Colorado DDM is east so when I started it was like 5 30 quarter to six in the evening and that would put it um, you know, eight, uh, seven thirty, eight o'clock. You know, and and uh, DDE, DDM's time. I keep saying DDM's or DDM time. And um, so I was like, man, I, I have this one question. I'm like, how does this line up? And I just because I just wasn't a hundred percent sure. So I was like, well, surely the tech line is not going to be open this late. They're already gone for the day. I'll give them a call. So I got called the tech line, um, just as the instructions provided. And sure enough, uh, Dave from DDM picked Dave up. Dave from he, DDM Man, himself. he came through in the clutch. Let me just tell you what. He came through, and it was a very short question. And he was like, oh, yeah, just do this. And I'm like, ah, oh, that makes perfect sense. And, uh, and I was well on my way. 
So I think the hardest part of the entire, and I, want, I wanted to ask you too, for me, the entire, the hardest part of the install was transferring that little ball piece over, getting it, not transferring it over, but getting it off of the old one. There is kind of a trick to it. Um, and you've done two. I've done mm-hmm. one. The one you did today, how, how hard was it to get that, that, tra- that little ball piece off of the end of the shifter? No, I do agree that that is the hardest part. Uh, but after doing two of them, the, the, the trick is definitely just having a pair of uh, just a pair of ply. I took a pair of pliers and then a small pair of needle nose pliers, like regular pliers, needle nose. And between the two of them, I was able to basically wedge the the plastic piece off the end without any without any trouble. OK, I mean, it, it okay. took a few minutes, but. I made sure to point the end of it down this time so it didn't pop so off like a champagne cork, <laughs> which it will do. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that that was good. And then, you know, in the installation, um, I mean, really, it's about a 40, realistically, it's about a 40-minute a installation. If you have any kind of concept of tools and in common sense, you, you know, maybe if you struggle getting that, that ball off the end of the shifter, it might take you an hour if you if you really just have trouble with it. Um, but I, I, I did it in like 40 minutes, and I was pretty happy. And today I had the tools, specific tools, ready to go when the slingshot, pull, slingshot pulled up. And, and I think we probably got it done pretty close to 30 minutes. So... You know, so the cost, we discussed the cost, $100 for this thing. And it is by far, in my mind, it's the number two ranking uh, modification you can do for your money. Now, we did that kind of cost, best bang for your buck analysis on the first episode. But Mm -hmm. would you agree that that's that probably is falls as the number two next to the uh, sway bar? Behind the sway bar, I would put that number two. Absolutely. So if you guys have a uh, have a manual transmission on your slingshot and you're looking to really, um, you know, let's let's talk a little bit. We we told them we told them how easy it is to install and how how cheap it is. We say let's let's talk about what it does. What it does exactly. Well, what it does is it, it does it shortens the throw. Okay, so. I mean, it's just what it is. It's a short throw shifter. So it doesn't mean it's a shorter shifter. It's not going to no. lower your shift knob. No, it doesn't lower. And, and, and there's something else that we're going to add to this right before we end. But so basically, um, imagine, and I'm just using f- just imaginary numbers, just for example purposes. But let's say your your factory gear shift is in neutral. And from you for, for you to go from neutral to first, it's... Um, you know, it's four, it takes four inches of travel to go that far. And again, these are just arbitrary numbers and not actual numbers. So, so it takes you four inches to go from neutral to first. Then what this shifter does is it reduces the amount of distance it takes you to go from neutral to any gear by probably 40 to 50%. So now you're looking at close to two, two and a half inches to mm-hmm. go from neutral to first, neutral to second. Uh, and it also um, reduces the amount of uh, play going from second to third because it, it, you can tell when you go from second to third in a factory, um, factory transmission, um, there's a, there's a, 
pretty good confidence that you're not in first. So, meaning, um, you know, there's enough space in between first and third that, you know, you're not going to cause any issues with this. First and third gear are really close together. A lot, if, at least they feel a lot closer together. I don't know that they actually are. I, I Well, and I, th- I do think that it's a matter of getting used to it. I think when you first... Uh, drive it after you've done the install. I I think it feels a lot closer. First and third feel a lot closer, but you get used to it pretty quick, right? I got used to it. Yeah, and I did too, but it's just, you know, and and what it does is for me, uh, with my experience, it really just snaps. It it changes the feel of the transmission Mm -hmm. as it goes into gear. So, you know, when you, we've got this, this shifter on, man, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It's a click. It feels like a solid click in the gear. You know, it's there. It's got, it's got some balls and it's, you know, it's things in gear. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Clicks into first, clicks into second, clicks into third, clicks into fourth. And, and it, to me, it feels like it actually engages into the gear a lot more solidly. So it, it actually gives the whole transmission a different feel like it's more engaged. Like when I'm in first gear and I'm at really low throttle and normally I would start getting a a little bit of a shimmy, like it's about to stall out on me. Sure. It, it doesn't do that with the short shifter. I don't know what it is. I I can't explain it. I don't, I I have no idea why I've noticed some, some very subtle changes to how the machine operates. Um, you know, with this shifter in and, uh, I just absolutely love it. I do. Um, and, and I, if you guys are looking for a good winter project or you're looking for something that's not going to take a lot of time, you know, I, this is, this is really, again, this is the best bang for your buck, man, because, uh, this thing is just awesome. Go over to, uh, to DDM works, uh, dot com. Go over and check out Dave and, and all his cool stuff and show and uh, pick up one of these shifters, man. And uh, I, I I can I can tell you now that there is a very very extremely low likelihood that you won't like it. I think you're going to agree with us that this is simply just a, an amazing uh, a modification to your slingshot to make it that much more endurable driving. And if you go over to YouTube and look at Billy's installation video uh, makes it that much easier. I, I got I got to tell you, I, I was a little bit confused with the the paper instructions just because I some of the pictures were a little bit dark and sure. I wasn't exactly sure. Uh, but Billy you did a really great job on the 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 video because after I watched it a couple times, I'm like, oh yeah, you just this 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 and this, and you're done. Yeah, and you're and 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 I thank you. I appreciate that. I wanted to make this video, so you know that's kind of the reason I started the channel was to to do some things and show some folks uh, how to do some things because I didn't know how to do it and I searched for stuff myself. So uh, head over uh, head over to DDM. Hopefully, hopefully we can. T- to Dave, and hopefully we'll uh, get a chance to uh, get him on the channel. That would be pretty awesome. That would be fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. So, uh, yeah, we're going to reach out to him uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks and see if we can find time in the schedule to uh, to uh, to get us in. So, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So there's that. So moving forward, I would like to tell you um, that, um, you know, we got uh, we've got some stuff planned uh, coming up next weekend, right? Yeah, we've got an overnight trip. We're gonna go. We're here in Denver, Colorado, and we're gonna take a overnight trip to Pagosa Springs. Pagosa Springs. I'm gonna ride the million dollar highway. 
Million Dollar Highway. You know what? I love the Million Dollar Highway. I've only been on it once, but it's been so cool uh, to, uh, to it's been it's been so cool to see, and especially with the fall coming up. Yep. Uh, you know, it's the colors changing and the leaf turning and all kinds of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've got what we got six of us, five, six of us going, maybe seven, uh, five. Well, we got five slingshots and and a motorcycle going to go with this, and I think five. That sounds like a song. Five slingshots and a motorcycle. Circle. That's, that's awesome. Is it like two turntables and two turntables and a microphone? microphone? Yes, yeah, where it's at. Okay, uh, so uh, you know the weather. We looked at the weather, and it's in the. We're going to be leaving in the morning on Saturday morning, and it's going to be here. It should only be probably in the forties, maybe fifties. Uh, probably, maybe. yeah, probably. Uh, High forties, but high, it's it's going to be chilly. It's going to be a little nippy. I'll be honest with you. So um, we're not expecting any precipitation, which is good. Very um, good. Yeah. That I'm really looking forward to that, not having that because we all know what happens to slingshots and precipitation. And not it, good things. It is a death trap. So uh, yeah. So um, you know, just uh, just knowing that moving forward. Uh, yeah, uh, so we're going to be prepared just in case, because when we yep. leave Pagosa Springs on Sunday morning, it's going to be cold as balls. Yes, it is going to be cold, my friend. I did the same exact trip on this same exact weekend last year, and it was 28 degrees when we got uh, in the slingshot yeah. on Sunday morning. Yeah, negatory. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, uh, so you know, when you're planning a big trip like this, I mean, uh, I was able to find some uh, some heated gloves. I got mine in the mail today. Did you really? I mine did. are supposed to be here tomorrow, and you <laughs> little so, uh, so well, yeah. see, I didn't get the same ones you did. Oh, you did? No, I, I, I wasn't sure about the sizing on the ones that you pointed out. So yeah. I got, I got a different pair. They look like they're going to do the same. Well, the mine same were, price? No, mine were a little more expensive. Of course so. they were. Well, well, but, but I think you probably got the better deal. I just got mine a day before you. Uh, well, you well, you live that much closer to an Amazon warehouse too. So well, that, that's true. So location, location, <laughs> location, 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 right? Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, I got some battery operated gloves because typically speaking, the only thing that really bothers me when I drive, especially in colder temperatures, is my hand and my face. And I'm going to have the helmet on uh, at least for a good part of it until it warms up. Uh, and then I got these heated gloves. I'm going to wear some boots, and uh, I'll have a a decent jacket on. Um, I'll take a light one with me and, you know, a little bit of a heavier one just in case. But well, last uh, year, I, my hands was number one, but my toes, I had, I had some froze toes. Really? You know, I, I've got some insulated boots and uh, I'm thinking maybe I'll just uh, get some nice wool socks and some insulated boots and uh, call it a day. I don't, I didn't, I didn't uh, buy the heated socks. You got heated socks, didn't you? I, I, I've got battery operated heated socks. Yeah, I do. Well, and you also have, but uh, you have uh, heated seats in your slingshot well, too. Yeah, I got that asshole. too. So, well, yeah. And, and all these things are things that I got after my trip last year. So I'm, yeah, I am like, geared up. You are trip. geared up and ready to ride. So, but one thing uh, that we did have that we, we were able to get kind of as a spur of the moment thing last year after everybody was realizing how cold it was, uh, was those chemical hand warmers. Yeah. And uh, on Amazon, I saw like 40, 40 pair for like $20, $25. Right. There's basically, you open the thing, you, you crunch them up, yeah, you put them in your gloves. Yeah. And they actually do work really well. Oh, so, right. so in in a crunch, you can and you can pick those up like at the gas station. Well, yeah, you can't pick them up for that kind of price. You know, on Amazon because 
you know, a lot cheaper there. But uh, yeah, I may, maybe I will pick up some. Maybe I'll just stick with my battery operated gloves. And they they said it should last the whole trip, um, several days anyhow. Yep. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to those, and I'll check yours out later on uh, to see if I like those. But um, so keep those in mind. So you know, uh, heated seats uh, not for everybody. Obviously, if you live in Vegas, Phoenix, uh, I California, gonna, I was going to say is the, some some of, some of our listeners may just now be getting into their good riding season. Exactly, like the Florida right. the Florida folks, the, Flor- the, yeah, yeah. the not, Las Vegas yeah. folks. They're they're just now getting to where it's not hot too too hot to ride. No, exactly, and and uh, <laughs> I was just in Vegas last weekend, and it was hotter than forty hills down there. I'll be honest with you, it was. Uh, but you know. Uh, I, I, we didn't talk about this, but I saw a ton and I do mean a ton of slingshots. Really? I bet you I saw in two days, I saw no less than probably 25 or 30 slingshots. Wow. And they were now, all rentals too. Well, some of them were because it says, Hey, rent me on the side of it. Well, right. Okay. That's clear. But then there are, you know, there was, but and all of them that I saw were 2020s. So they probably were rentals. But uh, I mean, Vegas is a great place to ride. I know we've got a right up and down uh, the strip. Sure, yeah, ride up and down the strip and uh, um, go to. I mean, you kind of go anywhere you want to. Go out in the desert, straightaway deserts, and just you know wide open. open. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, there was a ton. There really was. There was a ton of slingshots up there, and uh, um, had a good time looking at those. Even my wife was pointing them out. She was like, "Oh, look, it's another slingshot." You know, see them in parking lots or whatever the case was. So uh, that was fun. Get get a chance to see that. Um, You know, I'm really looking forward to um, you know the next what we would consider our last portion of the riding season our riding season usually um unless you're hardcore and we do have some friends that are pretty hardcore that will ride in you know 20 you know teens 20 degree temperature billy there is no bad weather there's only bad clothing Uh, well yeah (laughs) Or, or boy pete down in colorado springs man he will ride he didn't he didn't give a damn man he's he is hardcore. I, I am. I am not that hardcore. Um, I, you know, usually my. I, I guess I'll say this: my riding season usually starts to taper off somewhere around you know November first, second week in November. Uh, if there's a nicer day, you know, and the temperature gets up into the fifties or something like that, then maybe I'll take it out. Uh, but I do, you know, in in our next episode, I do want to talk about. Um, kind of winterization of the slingshot, why it's important, some of the things that you should be doing uh, if you're not riding during the winter season, if you're constantly trickle uh, charger, trickle tr- you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next week, but just, you know, just, uh, you know, you got to have to keep those things in mind because if you don't take care of your slingshot, it's not going to take care of you. Did you, you know, we were, uh, while we're on the subject, did you happen to see the photograph of the guy and I don't remember where, maybe it was Louisiana. I think it was Louisiana. He took his slingshot in, and the amount of rust that he had, uh, there was some issues, but his whole engine compartment was rusted. The The frame wheels were rusted. Um, it sounded like, and I, I can't be 100%, but it sounded like he left it outside most of the time. But, man, coming that salt water coming off of uh, the golf, uh, off yeah. of golf down there, man, it just ate it up. So I, I wouldn't think, I couldn't I couldn't fathom leaving mine outside. It stays even covered up. You know, some people don't have that, that joy to be able, the ability to leave it in a garage. And I, you know, personally, I spent too much money on it to, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. to, 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 to not, you know, put it in some kind of a covered shelter. So. Well, and we, we are 
are fortunate in that we don't live in a an environment that's 150% humidity. That is correct. Our humidity is uh, is pretty low. Um, not as low as Vegas because no. Vegas <laughs> was. Whew, I had a hard time sleeping, man. I was it was it was tough, but. Uh, yeah, so we've got some cool stuff coming up. And if you, if you, the listener, have some things that you'd like to know, let's say, uh, you know, maybe there's a part you're thinking about buying. Maybe there's something that you uh, want to do to your slingshot and you want some information on. Um, hit us up. How, how can they reach us, uh, Bobby? Well, they can go to, uh, we've got our page on Facebook. Uh, we can also be reached at, what is it, uh, BBSS. Uh, Billy and Bobby SS B- Billy, and Gmail. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting yeah. old. And li- yeah, losing my <laughs> you're already old. Yes, uh, you can hit us up on email, Billy and Bobby SS at gmail.com. You can hit us up at Facebook, facebook.com slash uh, Billy and Bobby SS. Uh, I believe that's what it is. Uh, and and again, uh, over on Patreon, we have the Discord channel set up, and and we both monitor Discord kind of like um, freaks, man. So if you need an instant answer uh, about something, um, or if you want to tell us we're full of crap, or if you want to say, hey, you know, you guys are, you know, what the hell are you doing? You sound like shit. Uh, uh, you know, we'll listen to that too. Uh, I'm open for discussion. Uh, but again, hit us up if you have any questions, uh, comments, concern. And if you, if you are still listening to us at 45 minutes into the podcast, and I hope that you are, um, and, uh, and you are a, um, uh, you are a vendor and you would like to come on to the channel and you'd like to talk about maybe a new product that you have coming on. Maybe it's an old product that you have that you want to promote more. Maybe it's a misconception. Um, holy mackerel. Uh, I will not get into the, uh, to the, <laughs> to the battle, the shit show that occurred, uh, over on, uh, slingshotinfo.com. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, some, I will just leave it at this. Some people have bad experiences with companies and some people have good experiences with companies and the true test to a company on whether or not, um, you know, we're all entitled to make mistakes. Okay. Let's just put that out there, guys. We're all entitled to make mistakes and not everybody's perfect. Um, what sets, what sets people aside is their ability to handle those mistakes professionally um, and, and make uh, it right and make it right. And, uh, you know, um, I know I'm kind of talking and, and I'm being vague about this, but I will say that I was very impressed with the owner of the company yeah. who, uh, was alleged to have, uh, kind of not done a customer. Well, uh, he didn't bash the customer. His responses were very professional. Uh, I for one appreciate very that. detailed it, and they what were, was going on. They and were why detailed. He did what he did. Um, yeah. there was some clear, um, there was some clear uh, disagreements about what transpired prior to, and that's not something that, that we get into. Um, the, the the customer uh, has chosen to go to a different vendor now, and I hope that it does work out for him. Certainly, uh, you know, I think that it will. Uh, but just you have to understand something, and I, and 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 again, I, I'm going a little bit over this a little bit longer than I should, but I want to make this point. If you buy something from a vendor and you choose to install that by yourself, regardless of whether you pay a mechanic to do it, regardless if you do it yourself, if you buy something from a vendor um, and have someone else install it, 
the warranty still applies as long as whoever is installing that piece doesn't destroy it or, or install it improperly, right? But more importantly, things like shipping may not be covered back to the uh, back to the to the vendor because um, they offer those kind of installation. Um, Things Now, I know it's not easy to get a slingshot from California, North Carolina or Texas or anywhere else. And so getting parts are not getting parts installed by vendors aren't necessarily the easiest thing to do. And I'm not saying that you should go have the vendor do it. I'm just saying that I think that it's the responsibility of each one of us to understand that if you choose not to get a part installed by a vendor, then there comes some liability. Well, and limitation on limitation, not liability. That's one word. Limitation on what the vendor can do for you. Correct. Right. And, and, uh, you know, and, and so just keep that in mind. I, I'm not going to I'm not tossing names out here on this at all. I don't think that's right. That's not what this channel is about. That's not what this show is about. Um, you know, I just want to bring awareness to the public about, you know, there are good people out there who make good parts. Uh, and sometimes you're just not going to be happy with it. And that's OK, because we're all different and we all have our own different opinions on things. So uh, but uh, but that's it, guys. Uh, thank you all for uh, for joining us during this time thank you all for uh, for listening to us to ramble for you know 45 50 minutes today and again uh until next time keep all three wheels on the ground